0: Welcome to the ABB Solutions Podcast, where we address challenges facing our industry. I'm your host, Mike Murphy, speaking to you from Greenville, South Carolina. Today, we have Auntie Kukula, Sales Manager for IEC Low Voltage Motors. He's here to speak with us on the eco-design regulations for industrial electric motors. So, Auntie, can you first go over what is eco-design?
1: Thanks, Michael. So, eco-design is efficiency regulation for electric motors in the European market. So basically, it's very similar to the intercar horsepower rule that's in use here in the US. Okay. Eco Design, better known as the uh, EU MAPS, the Minimum Energy Performance Standard, will be implementing a new revision of the regulation in two different stages. So first change in the regulation will take place 1st of July 2021, extending the scope to a fractional outputs. Motors below one horsepower need to meet IE2 efficiency level going forward. Also, the existing IE3 requirement will be extended to include motors up to 1000 kilowatts. The second stage will take place in, in July, also in two years' time, 2023, and it will challenge the current IHP rule by introducing IE4 efficiency requirement for motors 75 kilowatt up to 200 kilowatt.
0: Okay, can you provide more detail about which products are impacted? The scope of
1: the new eco design regulation is induction motors that are across the line started rated up to 1,000 volts, either 50 or 60 Hertz, and regardless of the motor standard. So basically this means that majority of the ABB low voltage motor offering in IEC and and NEMA included. For instance, motors that were previously exempt are now covered, like the TEAO motors, uh, motors with the external brake, and most importantly, ATEX certified motors for explosive atmospheres also known as EX motors. Also, previous regulation <clears throat> allowed use of the uh, IE2 motors when operated with the VFD. Uh, this will be no longer accepted starting 1st of July this year. And instead, the motors need to comply with the IE3 level within the scope of the MEPS. As we are preparing to meet the minimum efficiency levels as per the new regulation, I would like to point out that the uh, ABB motor portfolio already has products that go beyond these uh, requirements. And for instance, one good example is the uh, synchronous reluctance motors, also known as SUNRM, that already meet IE5 levels.
0: Okay, great. So let's talk about non-compliant motors. What happens with them?
1: It's important to note that to be able to stamp the CE mark going forward, motor will need to meet the new minimum efficiency levels. Uh, defined by the eco-design. So if the motor doesn't meet, fortunately the CE mark will be removed from the motor, even though if it was possible in the past. So even if motors end up outside of the European markets, where there might not be an efficiency requirement in place, we will not uh, be allowed to stamp the CE mark going forward. Especially this is important to remember when quoting projects, project specifications might be calling for the CE mark, but allowing uh, low efficiency motors. So that's something to keep in mind and take an exception when required. And it's good to note that this is not just applying to ABB motors, this applies to the whole industry in general. So everybody needs to follow this rule and remove the CE mark
0: as required. Okay, absolutely. Okay, great. Um, So Auntie, can you tell us how this will impact the U.S. market?
1: So first, a lot of companies here in the U.S., they export their products to Europe and they need to be aware of the uh, changing regulation. And then secondly, a lot of the customers that they might have overseas, they might require the CE mark. So it's also to keep in mind that if they don't follow the EU maps, they will not be able to get CE marked products. They will have to upgrade their motor offering. As the rest of the market here in the U.S. and the globe starts to demand more energy efficient solutions, uh, I think it's time to start thinking how to comply with the future requirements and and how would this be a possible competitive advantage for over the competition so this can be turned around and, and used as a as a marketing tool for instance so basically the eu maps will set a new baseline for rest of the countries to catch up and uh, sooner or later this will also most likely impact the us market
0: Okay. So how have energy efficiency regulations been evolving globally?
1: Well, since the adoption of MEPS globally, there has been many changes in different countries, and uh, the efficiency requirements have increased. One of the main uh, MEPS that was introduced back in 2007 is the Energy Independence and Security Act here in the U.S., which was then later revised in 2010. In uh, 2011, the EU MEPS took place, and IE2 became the, the minimum level in Europe. And in parallel, China implemented similar type of maps between 2015 and 2017. The EU maps was extended to cover voters rated IE3 and was basically catching up with the IHP that was adopted back in 2016. As in the past, the countries were kind of setting up their own requirements what comes to the efficiency levels. But now we are seeing more that we actually getting these harmonized. We're coming more closer together, so no more different type of efficiency requirements all over the world. So a good example is, is the latest update of the China energy label requirements that will match the EU maps by moving the uh, minimum requirement from IE2 to IE3 level in June 2021. And then release of the Eco design this year in July will bring the EU maps closer to the IE- IHP
0: requirement. Okay, great. Definitely uh, sounds like they're raising the bar. So is this the end of the some of these regulation changes or what, what do you see coming up in the future?
1: So as we already know, the eco-design will have the uh, second stage coming up in July 2023, increasing the requirement to IE4 on certain ratings. So we already know that we need to move forward and have more efficient portfolio. So we're working hard on that, and we will meet the deadlines by the time that uh, regulation takes place, or, or well beforehand. So basically, the regulation change will most likely help to create demand that then will drive change throughout the global motor market. And in general, energy efficiency is a mega trend that is here to stay. And we will see new maps is coming up around the world. Also, it's important to note that the U.S. will be rejoining the Paris Agreement. So that will obviously work some kind of a catalyst uh, to the local market. And we will see the demand for more efficient motors in the, in the near future.
0: Auntie, you've given us a lot of details, so where would someone go if they wanted more information on these regulations? So
1: we have excellent dedicated webpages just for the eco-design. There's links to the brochures and material. We have videos. We also have a good section of frequently asked questions. So you can find very good information on that website you simply type abb and ego design on your search window and you should have a search re- result for it alternatively you can also look at on balder.com under iec frame motors you should have some information there and obviously the most easiest way is to contact your local abb sales office so they can provide guidance and will bring in the experts required and also to just to add to this ABB has also launched the uh, Energy Efficiency Movement, and on that website, you can find interesting white paper about motors and tribes and how they can help us to save energy every day.
0: Okay, great. Well, hey, th- uh, thank you for updating us on eco-design for ABB Motors. Remember, if you would like more information, contact your local ABB sales representative. If you have any questions or comments regarding the podcast series, visit us at us-solutions at abb.com. Thanks, and have a great rest of your day.